0: Good morning. I have se- whoo. <laughs> good morning. I have several announcements that I need to make as I welcome you here this morning. These are real important. First of all, make a swish was a success, and it was amazing actually watching the littlest kids actually did, I think did better scoring baskets. Of course, they did not have regulation style baskets, you know, but they did really good. Results are in, pledges have been mailed. Thank you for all who participated and volunteered. Total of donations will be announced after all the pledges are received. Now this Sunday is Big Hug Sunday. uh, The children will be coming around to adult Sunday school classes at the beginning of the 10 o'clock Sunday school hour. Regular Sunday night programs will meet this Sunday night and we'll celebrate our annual Valentine's party during the mission kids and Bible study time. Today is, confer- next Sunday is confirmation orientation. It will be held during the Sunday school hour in the junior high classroom. If, some, if you, for some reason, are here today, confirmand and family, and will not be here next Sunday for whatever reason, you can come by the office after this service and I'll go ahead and give you that stuff that's going to be given out next Sunday. Uh, so, we are going to wel- we're going to welcome into our membership in a minute Ben and Melody and Anna Claire Jenkins and also little Benjamin Marie Jenkins. We are going to baptize. They come transferred to us from a- another United Methodist Church, and we'll welcome them in just a minute at the uh, right after the children's time. Today is also designated Scouting Sunday, and. Uh, so- we, we had big plans for scouting Sunday. I'll tell you, uh, a lot bigger plans than this, and then I had an accident and couldn't do nothing for several weeks, so we kind of, it slipped upon us. But we're very happy to have some scouts here today who will bring in the colors at our first song. And I'd like to stand up the leaders and any other scouts that are here today, if you'll stand up. Okay, and let's give them a round of applause. <clears throat> How many people are you? May say, How many people in here have ever either either been a scout or been involved in scouts? Just raise your hands. Yeah. How about that? Look at that, including myself. I think scouting is a wonderful program. Builds character, in our young boys and girls, and we are very proud to sponsor at least one troop here. And we there's a couple other troops we're hoping maybe we might be able to sponsor later on if we can find the space, uh, space issue. Uh, usable space is an issue here. All right, let me see. Have I got any... prayer cards? If you got any prayer cards, if you raise your hand, we can get Chris to stand back there. He can give you, give you the card and we'll share those at prayer time. Let's raise your hand. All right. Okay. All right, then let's uh, begin our worship with our singing.
1: We will present the colors at this time, please stand.
2: Dear Lord, we thank you so much for that. We thank you for just saving our our lives, Lord, and just for coming and and paying that price for us. And Lord, we, we owe you so much, so much. Lord, we thank you for just coming in and just taking over our lives. We belong to you, Lord, and we know that every day is just a gift from you. Lord, just help us this week to work for you and not for man. Help us to know that you are our purpose and you are the reason that we do what we do. In your name I pray. Amen. someone new and tell them good morning.
3: little bit something here with me this morning okay and I'm going to show you something and demonstrate something with this now we've got some objects can everybody see this I've got two sides here and I'm gonna to have to put the microphone down and I'm gonna flip this over and then you let me know thank you Natalie what happens when I flip it over what happened Caroline very good one of the sides had stuff that fell down and the others didn't did everybody see that and caroline said because one side is magnetic and the other side is not and that is correct magnets are fun aren't they you have all different kinds of things we have the silly monkey that usually hangs out in our refrigerator door it's lauren's. it's lauren's that's right natalie and this are just different shapes natalie got this really neat this year and she can make all different kinds of shapes and stuff with it she's got different shapes yeah y'all might have that at your school and the idea of magnets kind of reminds me of something and the way magnets work is um, it produces a magnetic force and it's called a magnetic field that kind of makes it that's what happens it sticks together so it pulls together and it holds together very tightly some you magnets are stronger than the than others But it reminds me of today's Bible verse and what we are learning about. Today's Bible verse is Ruth 1 16 through 18. And in this story, there's a lady by the name of Naomi. And Naomi and her family moved to Moab to escape a famine in Israel. Naomi's husband and two sons died, and she was sad and lonely. She decided to return to Israel, and her daughter-in-law, Ruth, went with her. But she, Ruth was loyal and unselfish, and she loved her mother-in-law, Naomi, so much. When Ruth's mu- husband died, she promised to stay with Naomi for as long as she lived. And Ruth was characterized by loyalty. And loyalty, what that means, I don't know if anybody knows what that means, but it means... You hang in there with people no matter what, through good times and through bad times. A loyal person is a faithful person, one who you can count on, one who is true to their promises and commitments. And kind of like these magnets, you stick together no matter what if you're a loyal person, okay? Now, that's right. Now before you guys go, because I know there's a special day coming up this Friday. Valentine's, that's right. And this is a good character to have, loyalty. Because we celebrate love. And part of that love comes loyalty, commitment, and faithfulness. Now, I know a lot of you guys will be getting a lot of sugar coming up this Friday. So I had to make a mommy call here. So I decided not to do candy, but I did something else for you guys. So after we pray, come pick up your glow. It's a glow bracelet, so y'all can break that apart. That's right. Um, But I want you to remember that... With loyalty, it's a good character to have. And as you grow and you develop your relationships, that is a good uh, characteristic to have. So let's bow our heads and pray. Lord, as we grow and we build our relationship with you, help us to demonstrate to be loyal and committed and faithful first to you and then to our family and friends.
0: I would like to invite the uh, Jenkins family to come forward at this time. I'll stand right here. And uh, your, your dad's welcome to stand up if he wants to come up and stand. He's going to take pictures, okay. Well, here, y'all, y'all come over this way a little bit so you can see the, see the screen, okay? All right, just look at me. I think we're only going to put on the screen the responses, okay? So y'all pay attention. Uh, dearly beloved, baptism is an outward and visible sign of the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, through which grace we become partakers of his righteousness and heirs of life eternal those who receive the sacrament are thereby marked as Christian disciples and initiated into fellowship of Christ's holy church. Our Lord has expressly given to little children a place among the people of God, which holy privilege must not be denied them. Remember the words of the Lord when He said, "Let the children come to Me; do not hinder them, for to such belongs the kingdom of God." Now, since this is an infant, it can't speak. For for themselves. The parents pledge to raise this child uh, in the Christian faith, and at some point uh, uh, he will become uh, confirmed and confirmed and will speak for himself. That's what confirmation is all about. It confirms the baptism of infants and children. So I ask you, beloved, you who present this child for holy baptism, do you confess your faith in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? Do you therefore accept as your duty and privilege to live before this child a life that becomes the gospel, to exercise godly care, that he be brought up in the Christian faith, that he be taught the holy scriptures, and that he learn to give reverent attendance upon the private and public worship of God? Will you endeavor to keep this child under the ministry and guidance of Christ's holy church until he, by the power of God shall set for himself the gift of salvation and be confirmed as a full and responsible member of Christ's holy church. Okay. Let me say a blessing here. Eternal Father, your mighty acts of salvation have been known through water, from the moving of your spirit upon the waters of creation to deliverance of your people through the flood and through the Red Sea. And in the fullness of time, you sent Jesus nurtured in the water of a womb baptized by John and anointed by your spirit. And Jesus called his disciples to share in the baptism of his death and resurrection and to make disciples of all nations. In remembrance of God's mighty act, let us pray. Pour out your Holy Spirit to bless this gift of water and this young man who will receive it, to wash away his sin and clothe him in righteousness throughout his life, that he will be dying and being raised with Christ that they may share in the final victory through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Okay. Benjamin Reed Jenkins, I baptize you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> Members of the household of faith, I commend to your love and care of this child with whom this day is recognized as a member of the family of God. Will you endeavor so to live that this child may grow in the knowledge and love of God through our Savior Jesus Christ. Face everyone, and let me say another prayer. Oh God, our Heavenly Father, grant that this child and this family, that as this child grows in years, may he also grow in grace and the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ, and that by the restraining and renewing influence of the Holy Spirit, may he ever be a true child of thine, serving thee faithfully all his days. So guide and uphold the parents of this child. By loving care, wise counsel, and holy example, that they may lead him into the life of faith, whose strength is righteousness, whose fruit is everlasting joy and peace. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Well, let me recognize y'all officially, too. (laughs) Hey there, this is Anna Claire, you didn't know, (laughs) Ben and Melody. And little Benjamin Reed, I think he goes by Reed. And we're very happy to have them. They come from the United Methodist Church in Huntsville, Alabama. Okay, and we're glad to have them. Let's welcome them. Let us pray. O Lord, in your wisdom, hear the prayers of these thy people. Almighty and everlasting God, you have come to us in words and deeds and in the presence of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And we come this day in all of that majesty, that in humble, uh, repose to you O oh God as we seek your favor as we seek to bring our petitions and our thanksgiving to you and so we confess O oh Lord this day that you have called us to do many things and yet we do not always do them you've called us to be the light to the world and the soul of the earth and but we do not share freely from what you've provided we don't let our light shine like we should and we receive mercy but then we do not want to share mercy to others. So we have not lived as you have called us, and we pray you would forgive us our sin, restore our lives, stand us up through the power of the Holy Spirit, and pour out to us your power so that we may understand the gifts that you have bestowed us with. Put back into us the flavor of salt and give us plenty of light. Rekindle that fire of yours that's within us. Give us the words that we might interpret the things we have learned for the upbuilding of you, your church, in this world. Oh, Lord, there are people in our community of faith this day We have many listed on our prayer list. We had many requests last week, people who are suffering from disease. There's many in our friends that we all know that need prayer Especially this day, we want to pray for Marsha Lee and Harriet Johnson. We want to pray for a missionary in Asia. We want to pray for our co-workers. Lord, we, we pray again for this child that was just baptized into the faith. Lord, we pray now those are the prayers that are in our hearts. Oh, Lord, we seek your face. We seek to be happy in your righteousness. We ask that you would bless all those things that we pray for and give us your good and perfect will and help us to accept it. We pray as the Christ taught us to pray with these words. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. As has already been alluded to, our scripture lesson comes from Ruth. And simply, I want to pick up in Ruth chapter 1, just these... Uh, two verses. Um, when Naomi had decided to return back to her home in Israel, Ruth replied, Don't urge me to leave you or to turn back from you. Where you go, I will go, and where you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my people, your God, my God. Where you die, I will die, and there I will be buried. May the Lord deal with me, be ever so severely. If anything but death separates you and me. And when Naomi realized that Ruth was determined to go with her, she stopped urging her to leave. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let's pray. Lord, we are so thankful for many things. We're especially thankful, Lord, for the gift, the gift of life. Uh, The many uh, infants that are within our congregation, many children. Uh, the parents grandparents and other loved ones that take care and love them Uh, we pray for our church it nurtures them and will nurture them as they grow we pray for all these things and we pray for your spirit to guide us today amen you know um life is filled with detours life is filled with detours I don't know if you've ever come upon a detour in a strange place that you're not familiar with, but detours cause anxiety. They leave you full of confusion. And even when you follow the directions, you're wondering if you're gonna come back to the path that you need to be on. GPS cannot help you too much uh, when you're on a detour. Uh, GPS can help you sometimes, but not all the time. This couple summers ago, I was traveling in the mountains with a relative of mine who's from, who grew up uh, in the mountains with me, and, but he's lived now for many, many years out west, uh, in, first in California, then in Arizona, and, but he had bought himself a new GPS and oh, he was so proud of that. I mean, he would—he wanted to use it everywhere. We got in the car to go, you know, from, from the house to the store, and he said, "Let me put it into GPS." I said, "I don't need it. I know how to get there." He said, "No, we got to put it in the GPS." So we headed up for a little trip into the mountains, do a little sightseeing, and we, we were on a road that we knew very familiarly, but then we ran into fog, and we lost our bearings. Now we went a few miles in the fog and we decided we're not going to do much sightseeing in this fog. This, so let's see if the GPS give us a route out of here, the quickest one. So it did. And it started saying, hey, how many of you got GPS or know what I'm talking about? You know, so it started saying, in one mile or whatever it is, turn right, you know. And the closer we got, it'd say, turn right. You know, and he'd get all excited. Turn right, turn right. You know, y'all know how that works. Well, my friends, the thing is, is that even in the fog, having grown up in those neck of the woods, I knew that if we turned right, we would go right off the side of the mountain. And so we didn't want to do that. You see, detours can sometimes take us on wild turns and not where we want to go. Hard economic times called, caused this man, Imelech and his wife, Naomi, along with their two sons, to migrate in the hopes of a better life. And somebody told them to cheer up. Things could be worse. They cheered up, and guess what? Things got worse. First, Imelech died. Then his two sons, they married. And shortly after, they both died. Now we have three widows, Naomi, Orpa, and Ruth. Life is full of detours. Whether you you like it or not, life is full of detours. It's not a question of whether or not you'll have a detour. It's what do you do with the detours when they come. I think that an old song by Carrie Underwood kind of gives us a clue. I wish I could sing it for you, but my voice is not that good. She was driving too fast when the wheels started to slide. The baby was in the back. And that's when this traveler began to pray. Jesus, take the wheel, take it from my hands, because I can't do this on my own. I'm letting go. Give me one more chance to save me from this road I'm on. Jesus, take the wheel. I submit to you that that's a pretty good prayer uh, when detours has caused you to take some wild turns, when life is confusing, when it's full of anxiety, when you're traveling a road that you really have no idea where it's going to end, jesus take the wheels a pretty good prayer friends life is filled with detours detours take us on wild rides sometimes but detours often confront us with serious decisions in this case naomi decides to return to her homeland so she bids her daughter-in-law's goodbye after all Until death doeth part, they had no more obligation to her or her family. One of them kisses Naomi goodbye and leaves, and returns to her home land. But Ruth will have nothing to do with it, as she says in one of the other versions of Scripture, which I've always liked. For this particular verse goes like this: Where for whither thou goest, I will go; whither thou lodgest, I will lodge. Your people will be my people. Your God will be my God. And where you're buried, there I will be buried as well. Now let me set the record straight on this. That was spoken by a daughter-in-law to her mother-in-law. A daughter-in-law to her mother-in-law. Now I know we don't usually make such radical commitments. We don't have that much loyalty usually to our mother-in-law. Most of the time we just tell jokes about them. Two men were talking at a bar. My mother-in-law is an angel, says one guy. The other guy says, you're lucky. My mother-in-law is still alive. (laughs) But you see, there's no joke here in this situation. It's a radical statement of loyalty and commitment. Ruth commits herself to what was her mother-in-law, but who's not really anything now to her, commits herself To be loyal to a new land, a new life, a new way of worship, commitment, loyalty. These are chances that we have to take. These cause us to make vows. Uh, These cause us to make decisions. Hard decisions sometimes. But decisions. You see, the reason we have to do this is because humans are not really made to be fluttering around here and there. And they shouldn't be discarded after there's been a few bang-ups. One of my favorite movies of all time is a movie called Seabiscuit. you ever seen that movie, Biscuit? It's about a racehorse. And in that movie, there was a quote where the guy says, you don't throw a whole life away just because it's banged up a bit. You can see they were going to send that horse to the slaughterhouse. You don't throw a whole life away just because it's banged up a bit. Life is full of detours. Life is full of wild turns. Life is full of decisions. And caring people don't throw relationships away just because they struggle from time to time. Yes, detours cause decisions. But oftentimes they're life decisions. They're decisions that offer you new dimensions for living. The word concept of redemption appears a lot in the Bible and yet I I find that most of the time when you first start talking about redemption you call Christ the redeemer most people kind of get a blank stare it's not a word we use much anymore but let me give you some examples when I was younger my mother used to redeem S&H green stamps anybody remember their parents redeeming S&H green stamps I know that dates me a lot you got stamps, you went and took them in, redeemed them, you got things like toasters or stuff. My mother grew up during the Depression. In fact, she was born in the Depression year, 1929, when the stock market crashed. So her almost entire childhood was, grew up during uh, those dark and serious economic days. My mother will wash aluminum foil and use it over. Drives my sister crazy. Once I was home and I made the mistake of throwing away an empty can of Diet Coke, my mama practically jumped over to the breakfast bar to grab it out of the trash and said, we can redeem this at the recycling center. It is valuable. Some of you redeem your frequent flyer miles for more trips. You see, to redeem something is to buy it back, cash it in, and set it free. So there's something else going on in this scripture. If you are familiar with the scripture, that's why I didn't read the whole thing. Maybe you're not. Go home and read the rest of it. Because there's something going on here. Because after Naomi returns to her people, she sends Ruth out to the fields of Boaz, a relative. This was an ancient form of welfare of extended families. Boaz notices Ruth, takes a liking to her, Takes her to be his wife. Together they have a son. They name this son Obed. Does anybody know who Obed's grandson was? King David, from whom whose lineage Christ is born. So woven into this story of detours, woven in this story is this principle of kinsman redeemer who gives us a forward glimpse of christ the redeemer ruth's life decision she became part of the lineage an ancestor of our lord jesus christ no matter what happens in your life no matter what the circumstances no matter what the detours no matter the change god has plans to turn it to good for those who love Him. And there's one who stands ready always to buy it back, to redeem it, to set us free. And we believe that this is Jesus the Christ who we worship. There's an old story about a conversation between the Lord and Satan and the Lord says now that you are prince of the earth and you go to and fro what are you going to do with my people and Satan replied I'm going to tease them a while I'm going to tempt them I'm going to make them marry and divorce fight and kill each other throw bombs and shoot missiles and then I'm going to condemn them to hell For they're worthless, as far as I'm concerned. And God replies, how much do you want for them? And Satan said, I'll take the life of your son. And that day God so loved the world that he sent his only son to set us free. Friends, new life is costly. Decisions made from detours can be life decisions. Life is full of detours. Detours cause decisions. Detours could be deadly unless you let Jesus take the will. Our responsibility is loyalty and commitment to the Lord. Our responsibility is to say to the Lord, I will go with you where you go. Whether you go, I will go. Are you willing to go with Jesus all the way? Are you willing to turn your detours into life-giving choices? Amen. Let's stand and offer our affirmation. Let us join our voices. We are not alone. We live in God's world. We believe in God who has creating and is creating, who has come in Jesus the Word made flesh to reconcile and make new, who works in us and others by the Spirit. We trust in God. We're called to be the church, to celebrate God's presence, to love and serve others, to seek justice and resist evil, to proclaim Jesus crucified and risen, our judge and our hope, in life and death, in life beyond death. God is with us. We are not alone. Thanks be to God. Amen. Be seated. Let our ushers come forward as we take care of our offerings.
1: I have
4: unanswered prayers. I have trouble I wish wasn't there. And I have asked a thousand ways. You would take my pain away. You would take my pain away. I am trying to understand how to walk this weary land. Make straight the path that crooked lie, oh Lord, before Oh.
2: Let's all sing together.
0: the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion and fellowship of the Holy Spirit. May they be yours this day and each day. Amen.
1: great week.